Like, that's so funny. Like, oh, that's like kind of naughty. Did you come up with that on your own? Do you think I should just start from the beginning? We were remodeling the house. Yep. Adding square footage and redoing the kitchen. And I kept seeing Pompous pop up on all these different design websites. Pompous Grass? Yes. Mm-hmm. And nobody knew what I was talking about when I would go into different stores. They just looked at me like I was crazy. And I even showed pictures and nobody had any idea what I was talking about. Well, fast forward to Haley and I, my sister, were in a home decor store. I don't want to like badmouth anybody, but I found it and I bought it and I brought it home and I couldn't get it to look right. And I was super annoyed because it wasn't cheap. It was like 40 bucks for three stems. For real pompous grass? Mm-hmm. I just didn't like it, so I ended up throwing it in the trash. And then we had went to the nursery to go get trees, and I saw the plants that had the plumes. They were blossoming. So I bought them for Brody's birthday party and put them in planners. And that's kind of where I got the idea that I was just going to cut it after that and put it in the house, dry it out. I had made an arrangement with some of the plumes. And one night our Uber Eats driver, when I was grabbing our food, wanted to buy the arrangement that I made. She was delivering our Costa Vida and she had one of those earpieces in which irritate me to start with (laughs) because you don't know if somebody's talking to you or if they're like on the phone and I always feel stupid when you think they're talking to you when they're not. And so I didn't know if she was talking to me because she was like, how much do you want for it? And she kept pointing at the console table. And then when I realized she was talking about the arrangement after she left, I just kind of sat there and I thought, Well, that was weird, you know? She bought it that night. She went and got cash from her car, and she bought it off me. And then we started listing them just for fun on Facebook Marketplace. And what did we get, like 10,000 hits in two weeks on that one listing when we were doing just local pickup here? And that was really fun. I just didn't like having to you know, worry about somebody stealing it or if we were going to be home or any of that, you know. But then it was maybe mid-December when that guy came over with his wife and we were standing in the kitchen. And I just assumed when it was gone, like our inventory, when it was gone, it was gone. Like it would just be a fun little run, you know. And I remember him standing in there and I didn't have a website I didn't have an Instagram or anything so I remember him asking me if we had a website or an Instagram we didn't obviously and I stood there for a minute and I actually lied I told him that we did when I was going to pull it up I had to think on the fly like super fast and that's when I 
just blurted out Pompous B and <laughs> made a really quick Instagram. Why was he asking you the name? Because he liked all the arrangements and he wanted to get more and was asking if we had a website or an Instagram. And I remember going outside and I told you, you know, that I had made it and that was that. So everyone would go on and say, oh my gosh, like, that's just so clever. Like, like, that's so funny. Like, oh, that's like kind of naughty. Did you come up with that on your own? And what people don't realize is it was a play on words. Because if you look up the definition of being pompous, it's somebody who is arrogant and self-centered and, in my opinion, not a very nice person. Not somebody you want to be around. And without going into too much detail, somebody had actually verbally went off on me and had actually called me that like two months prior to this. And so for me, the motivation behind it was never to make money. It was kind of an outlet for me to do something fun, like a hobby. And then it turned into a lot more than what we anticipated. But I think that sometimes you do things in life to prove to yourself or to prove to others that you're not... You know, for me, it was a big, like, I'm going to go out and kick somebody in the face and prove you wrong kind of thing. And so the brand name meant a lot more to me than just a play on words. It was proving that I'm not that way. And anybody that knows me knows that I am... (laughs) I'm not a pompous bitch, but it was a sure, really, really, really good way to, I mean, kind of have our brand have like a catchy name, but it had a lot more meaning behind it than I think people realize. When the day comes at dried florals, maybe they will be around for a while, but if they're not, I would still keep that as the brand name for a while or maybe roll it into something else. But it has a lot of meaning to me. What you name your company has like importance to it. And I think it's not just about selling dried florals. I think it's, you know, knowing your worth and knowing that you could go into something. And if you set your mind to it, you can achieve things. I mean, I had nothing to go off of. I'm not a floral designer. I'm not an interior designer. I had no credentials going into it. People would ask for my advice and I kind of felt weird because I didn't have anything to back me up. I'm just like everybody else with a Pinterest board and I know what I like, but I guess we're all just kind of doing the same thing. But you know, a lot of people say that they want to be the face behind their brand or who who's who's the main person in your brand showcasing everything and I want everybody to know that they they are the reason why I'm successful not me I don't put a lot of pictures of me up I don't do a lot of that kind of stuff because I think it's your customers it is 
and you know, I don't have like a massive following, but I could tell you I interact with a lot of them and you know, those are my people. I mean, I remember saying we should get a map and put a pin everywhere we shipped because we thought it was like so crazy. And then I remember like the third month we, <laughs> we like lost track and we finally hit every single state at least one. Everybody jokes that our life is like crazy or we just have so much going on and oh my gosh, you should just have your own reality show or you know, whatever. So I thought it would be fun to start this and to have, you know, funny stories on here and my friends and people we know sharing their authentic stories because I feel like a lot of times when you hear a podcast or watch something online, I don't think that people always put the good with the bad. I think what you see is nothing but good. So it makes you sometimes not feel so good if you're not up to par, you know? But I mean, on a serious note, I think that that's important to feel like, I mean, I think I have almost 7,000 followers and I've been offered by a lot of people like to buy a following. And that was one of my things was I don't care if I, you know, if it takes me five years to hit 10,000 followers, like it's not going to be fake. It's going to be, you know, 100% building off of what I have. It's going to be all authentic. And I think that sometimes in society, it's like, well, you know, how many followers do you have? Well, what you're following? Like people are so concerned with, you know, what they, they look like on social media. I mean, I'll be the first to tell you when I go to a Pilates class at 830 in the morning and I roll in looking homeless, I definitely don't feel uncomfortable there because, you know, I'm good with who I am. But five years ago, I wouldn't have felt like that. So I think that it's important in today's society to be able to like listen to funny stories and laugh and feel relatable to people because I feel like there's a very large space of people that don't feel like they have that. So it might be a funny story or it might just be what's going on. I have a lot of friends that are like in the fitness industry or different areas where it would be super fun to just like share their knowledge and mix it in with (laughs) things that maybe have happened to them or me or somebody that they know. And I think it would just be a really, really, really great space for people. So for people that don't know your background, what's your background? My personal background is I am married and we have two black labs <laughs> and a pig and two goats and chickens that you just bought without my permission in the coop <laughs> and two two real babies. What have you done for work? Um, well, I still do hair. I'm just a little bit more part-time-ish now. I really have only done hair. How would you describe Gilbert, Arizona? I think we have a very large amount of women 
that don't feel like they can be authentic. Like, I feel like they kind of hide behind a lot of their feelings, which naturally some people do, but hopefully this encourages them that, you know, sometimes it's okay to like laugh at yourself or make mistakes. Nobody's perfect, but I feel like, you know, sometimes that means you don't really have an outlet to be real with, you know? And I think that that's super important. I mean, we can all lie and say that we just love our husbands and you love being a mom and my job is just amazing and all of the things. But there are some days where I want to pull my hair out and also kill my husband. No, I don't. (laughs) Just sometimes. All I'm saying is it's okay to be real. For a long time in my life, I felt like I had to, you know, be a certain way or act a certain way. And I think people are always going to judge you. And there's always going to be people that unfortunately talk behind your back and maybe are not the nicest. And I think that it's very important to feel like you have a tribe of people around you that will back you up regardless of how you are. Everyone should be able to be the best version of themselves. And also, it's not nice for people to call you names. Like a pompous bee? Yeah. 